Okie doke. <laughs> Let's get to the word tonight. Uh, as you know, I do several, I do series at times and I do character series. Tonight I want to speak about just like, I said just like this one, just like that one. Tonight I want to talk about just like Asa. Just like Asa. And you know what? You may never have even heard of him, but he was one of the kings in um, the, the Bible. He was actually the third king of the southern tribe of Judah. And you know, this, this, the Bible is full of examples. You know, how do we learn things? The Bible says get wisdom, get knowledge, get understanding, get discernment. And most of the time we get that through examples, okay? We get it through um, information, but you know, there's nothing like a good story or an example, a good example or a bad example. And there's, uh, we often learn from the mistakes of others as much as <laughs> the good things they did. And then we learn from experiences, our own experiences, as well as listening to those of others. So that's why the Word of God is so wonderful. You know, it's got so many deeply spiritual truths in there, but it's also got so many wonderful practical stories and, and um, examples in there. So instead of reading the Bible sometimes, you know, don't go, oh, that's interesting. Go, you know, what wisdom can I glean from this? What understanding can I get from it? What knowledge can I gain to, um, so that I can live well? You know, last week I preached uh, about don't lose it. You know, don't lose things because of ignorance. Okay, so I want to go to um, have a look what it says about this guy Asa. It says, Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. For he removed the altars of the foreign gods and the high places, and he broke down the sacred pillars and cut down the wooden images. Now this sounds like a really zealous man of God. It said he was good and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Now even though it says that, it, it never says he was perfect. Okay, never says he was perfect. He was just human like us. But he loved the Lord and it says he removed all those foreign gods and the altars and everything. So he did the right thing. He removed some things, you know, and if you want to do what is right and what is good in the eyes of the Lord, there's things in our lives that we need to remove as well. There's things that we need to remove as well. We need to break down some things. We need to pull down some things. We need to cut some things out of our lives to be pleasing to the Lord. And so Asa looks like he was really one of the good guys. And uh, it seems like that. But if you looked at his family background, you would think, wow, it's pretty amazing that this was written, that he was good, did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. He's actually been chosen by God to be one of the kings of Judah. Judah was the southern kingdom and Israel was called the northern kingdom. The, the kingdom split, okay, after Solomon. And so the kingdom is split, the north and the south, at this particular time. And Asa is the third king of the southern kingdom. His father, Abijah, was the second king and he was, he was bad news. Okay, 
He did, I don't want to go into all the details, but it says he did much evil in the sight of God. So Asa's father was not a good guy. He was, he only ruled for three years and then it was like he's out of there. So he did evil in the sight of the Lord. So that's his father. His grandfather was just as bad and even worse. His grandmother was no better. She was actually called the Queen Mother. But Asa was very courageous. He wasn't controlled by his family and he wasn't controlled by his family background. He actually basically sacked his, grand his grandmother, who was the Queen Mother, because she was making idols and bowing down to them. And so you think, well, how did this guy come to be so godly? You know, some of us have families that aren't saved yet and may be very ungodly, but it doesn't mean that you can't be, right? doesn't mean that you can't be a very godly person and do what is right in the eyes of the Lord. So he didn't have a very good background, all right? But he was a good leader. Why? Because it says he commanded Judah, he commanded his people to seek the Lord God of their fathers, to observe the law and the commandment, because they had drifted away. And he said, you know what? It's time to get back to the Lord. So he built fortified cities in Judah, for the land had rest. He had no war in those years. So in the first 10 years that he was king, everything was very peaceful. Why? Because he sought the Lord and because he got the people to seek the Lord as well. And you know, when you seek the Lord and when there's peace, you can build things. You can build strong things. It says he built strong or fortified cities, okay? So when you have peace with God and you have rest, then you are able to build something strong. That's why it's so important for us to seek the Lord, to have peace with God, and then we can build something strong, make something fortified of our lives, and there'll be no war and no challenges, okay, for that amount of time. But of course, after that, um, an army, there's always the testing. You know, when you think everything's just really going smooth, <laughs> sometimes things are tested. And so at this time, uh, the Ethiopians or the Cushites came against Judah. And it says that they were a challenge and so they came against them but it says because we have sought the Lord our God we've sought him he's given us rest on every side they built they prospered and not only that he built an army even though they had peace they built an army it says Asa had an army of 300,000 so even though they're prospering and they have peace he's still taking care of the, what might happen and sometimes we get a bit slack when things are going good. We don't take care of what might happen. And we don't build ourselves strong in the Lord. It says he had an army of 300,000. And you think, wow, that's a lot. But when the Ethiopians came, Zerah, the Ethiopian, they came out against them with an army of a million men and 300 chariots. 
So sometimes we think, well, 300,000, that's really good. I'm doing great. But then suddenly the enemy comes with great force, with something so much more powerful. You know, we cannot become overconfident. We can't rest on our laurels, as they say. But we need to be aware of challenges that could come against us and be ready. Well, of course, um, he was ready, he prayed, and God brought an amazing victory against the Cushites at this time. Why? Because they sought the Lord again. That was the key. They got victory. But then again, later, it says, You be strong. Don't let your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. So he was challenged, but he, the word of the Lord came to him through the prophet. When Asa heard these words and the prophecy of Oded the prophet, he took courage. So even though the enemy came, the word of the Lord strengthened him and he got the victory. When challenges come against us, the word of the Lord must rise up in us to give us the courage and the faith to have the victory too. Okay? Otherwise, we won't receive the reward just like him. So God brought the victory, and then they gathered together at Jerusalem. Why? Because they wanted to thank the Lord. They offered to the Lord at that time 700 bulls and 7,000 sheep. That is a big, big barbecue. <laughs> right? That's a lot. 700 bulls and 7,000 sheep. Then they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord. So after he gave the victory, again they kind of slid away and he called them back to Jerusalem. Called them back again. Says, come on, let's remember the Lord. They brought the offerings. Then they entered into a covenant, an agreement, okay, a solemn agreement to seek the Lord the God with all their heart and with all their soul. So they'd kind of got a bit lukewarm. They kind of drifted away a bit and he called them back and said, come on, commit to the Lord, all your heart, all your soul. So they made this agreement, this covenant, and this is part of it. And whoever would not seek the Lord God of Israel was to be put to death whether small or great, whether man or woman. Wow, that's serious. That's pretty heavy stuff. If you don't seek the Lord, you're going to be put to death. You would think that this would scare everybody, freak them out, like, oh my God, no way. I can't agree to that. But it says this, they all rejoiced. They were happy. They were celebrating. We have made this commitment. All Judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with all their soul. And he was found by them, and the Lord gave them rest all around. So when they made that commitment to the Lord, they were so happy. And that's so true. You think, how can that be? You know, when you're committed to the Lord and you know it, you've committed with all your heart, then you will rejoice. Then you will have that rest. And the Lord will be with you. 
It says he was found by them. They'd lost their way. But when they remade that commitment, suddenly they felt the presence of God again. Suddenly they felt the strength of the Lord again. Suddenly had peace and rest. You know, sometimes when we try and do things ourselves and we rush around and we're here, there and everywhere, we forget the Lord and we drift away, we don't have that peace. We don't have that rest, okay? So they made that commitment and things seemed to be going really well. In fact, for 20 years, as a result of this, everything went really well. They had rest and peace all around for 20 years. But then, it says the high places were not removed. So even though he did all these things, there were some things left undone. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was loyal all his days. And there was no war until the 35th year of the reign of Asa. He reigned for 41 years. Everything went really well for the first 35 years, okay? It says he did all these things and his heart was loyal, but he didn't pull down the high places. See, our hearts can be loyal to the Lord, but there can be little things left undone in our lives as well, okay? And so everything went well for 35 years. But then things started happening. The enemy came against them again and he made another treaty. The northern kingdom was trying to build Ramah and blockade them and shut down the southern kingdom. And so Asa thought, you know what? I'm going to make a covenant. I'm going to make an alliance with the king of Syria because I know he knows them. So he went to the king of Syria. He took gold and silver. He basically took a bribe. He said, look, if I give you all this, will you break your agreement with them and help us? And they agreed. Probably took a lot of gold and silver. And so they agreed. And they helped them. Right? The Syrians, the foreigners, the ungodly helped Judah. But it did not please the Lord. And another prophet went and he said this to Asa, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. In this, this one time, in this you have done foolishly. Therefore, from now on, you shall have wars. Not good. You think, oh, one mistake. But you know what? It was a big mistake because he was their leader and he did something kind of underhanded, you know, bribing the enemy to do something on your behalf rather than seeking the Lord. He didn't seek the Lord at this time. He told the people, seek the Lord, seek the Lord. But he's not been that good example to them. And the prophet comes and says, you haven't done well. Things aren't going to go well. Okay? Now, at this point in time, Asa could have said, you know what? You're right. He could have repented. 
But he was angry. He was angry with the seer. He was angry with the messenger. I don't like what you said. And he put him in prison. For he was enraged at him because of this. He's like, I don't want to hear what you've got to say. But it was the word of the Lord. And Asa oppressed some of the people at that time. So not, not only is he angry at the prophet who brought the word of the Lord, he's grumpy and angry at the people. You know, sometimes when the truth comes, we don't want to hear it. And we get grumpy. And we take it out on people. You ever get grumpy? Does anyone ever get grumpy and take it out on somebody else? Yeah, we all do. We're human, okay? So he got very angry. This is towards the end of his life, towards the end of his reign. He started really well, but you know what? Like they say, the wheels are coming off. <laughs> Doesn't look good, okay? So things aren't going to look good. And then a couple of years later, sit in the 39th year of his reign, Asa became diseased in his feet. And his malady, or the condition, was severe. Yet, in his dis-ease, he did not seek the Lord. But the physicians, he went to the doctors, but he didn't go to the Lord, okay? So Asa rested with his fathers. He died in the 30, 41st year of his reign. So everything looked like it was going so well for so long, and then suddenly, bam, starts to take a downhill slide. And so what? We learn from this. What can we learn from this? Interesting that it happened to his feet, okay? Because it's a physical condition. Look, if you've got problems with your feet, don't take this personally, okay? <laughs> but this is for him. He had a problem with his walk with the Lord. His spiritual walk was diseased at this particular time. And now his physical feet have taken on something. Did he go to the Lord? Did he seek the Lord like he told everyone to do? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. So he had lapsed in his commitment. But it's still, they still remember him as a good and a godly king. Not perfect, but they remember him as one of the good and the godly kings. So what can we learn from this? You know, if you start well, end well. <laughs> start well, keep going, and end well. Keep your commitment to the Lord. Don't just say it. Don't just talk the talk, but walk the walk. Okay? Walk the walk all the way to the end. Rely on God. Rely on God and not his blessings. You know, the gold and the silver that he took to bribe the king of um, Syria was the blessing of the Lord. And he took it and used it in the wrong way. Sometimes we can take the blessings of the Lord for granted and not trust the Lord himself. You need to stay close to the Lord. Don't drift away. Stay close. Stay close to the Lord. Honour him. You know, he honoured God. At the beginning, he honoured God even above his family members. You know, he wasn't afraid of people. He had a healthy fear of God at the beginning, but he just let it lapse. Don't be unteachable. 
Don't be unteachable or overconfident. And don't get angry when someone speaks the truth to you. Yeah? We need to learn these things. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. He sought the doctors first, but he didn't seek the Lord. Maybe the Lord would have healed him. Who knows? He may have given him another 15 years like he did with Hezekiah. We don't know. But nevertheless, God loved him. And he was called a good and a godly king despite his lapse. So it gives us great hope. Gives us great hope. But you know what? I don't want to be just like Asa. I want to be just like Paul. Paul said this, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I love that. I love that passage of scripture from 2 Timothy. That's what he, Paul taught Timothy. I've done this, now you do the same. And he lived it. He lived it right to the end. Father, I just thank you. Help our walk to be strong, committed, and healthy all the days of our lives. Lord, we don't want to end up with a disease at the end of our lives and weakness and, and drifting away from you. Lord, we don't want to make foolish alliances with the ungodly, but we want to follow you. We want our dedication to be strong, not faltering. We want to avoid unnecessary problems and troubles in our lives by seeking you first. First and foremost, always, not just at the beginning, but every single time, every day, seeking you. Lord, we just bless you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the examples that you give us. Lord, I pray just a special blessing upon each and everyone here tonight, upon their family members. Lord, help them to stay strong in you, to not stray away, but to get closer and closer and experience more and more of you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. If anyone wants prayer, I'll pray with you. Otherwise, have an awesome week. Goodbye, everybody online. We'll see you on Thursday. Okay, say hi to somebody.